2: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. Um, this week's episode I recorded before the break, so um, it's back a few weeks ago, but uh, it's with Chanel O'Mahony and finally getting it up and uh, just finished editing it. So uh, she's absolutely amazing. She was a reality star, is a podcaster, um, and yeah, we just have chats about what it was like to do reality TV, and then um, Chanel talked about Trying to navigate uh being in a relationship when your partner is very close to other people, and is it just a friendship or is it more? So, we chat a bit about that. And um, yeah, please go listen to her podcast, Chanel in the City, and go follow her. It's Chanel Amari. And uh, if you want to see the video for this, it's on the Patreon. And I just recorded yesterday an episode with Maddie Smith in the studio. So, next week's episode. Um, will be uh on youtube with a with a studio it's really cool um it's fun i'm excited it's like a a fun cloudy cool room so um yeah um i'm excited for that so please rate review and uh, there'll be a solo episode soon on the patreon and full videos will always be on patreon but than that have a great week and i'll uh, talk to you soon and hope 2023 is going well bye Okay, thanks for doing the podcast. Thank it's you so for having you. me. I wish I had like another camera that would do, but anyway, in the future. Um. Okay, so we'll just start straight away. Make sure this is all good. Um. How do you pronounce your last name? Omari. Omari. Yeah. Okay. Great. So for all the listeners, uh, you've been on my other podcast, but not this podcast. Yes. So we have Chanel. This Omari. is an
0: honor, by the way, because okay. I'm a fan of this podcast. Stop. I listen to every episode. No. Yes. And before we met, and oh, then wow. which is full circle. Not that I'm like a creepy fan, but then we f- met because I do stand up comedy. Yeah. And then it was awesome that you asked me on the other podcast so this is an honor because i've always wanted to be on this podcast so thank you for having
1: me
2: So thank thank you Chanel marie (laughs) thanks for being here (laughs) um and you i think which is fun for the listeners is you've been on a reality show well first let's start where you have your monthly show at the stand yes and the next one's in january
0: yes so we do uh i produce a monthly show and i'm on it i host it called the all-star comedy show presented by the chanel in the city podcast basically it's a lot of comics who have been on the podcast um you've been on the podcast that's coming out um and they perform once a month for city harvest so we donate some of the proceeds to city harvest so that we can end hunger in new york city and like feed a homeless person you know a good meal every day and because you know a lot of people have the the wrong idea about homeless people like you should just give them your scrubs but really we take it from whole foods and we package them and we try to make sure like we have, we bring them shelter too and provide that so it's a great for a great cause yeah. And, and yeah it's once a month the next show is January 15th Amazing. and you're gonna be on it so that's gonna be Can't fun wait. so you guys wanna come see Katie that's gonna be a fun uh, show.
2: And what about your podcast? Your podcast is Chanel in the City and uh, that's, what's said
0: that about? Yes, so Chanel in the City is, is a variety show. We have comics, we have influencers, we have uh, celebrities, housewives. We have a lot of housewives. I don't know if you're a housewife fan. I've never Are watched you? housewives. <laughs> I, of course, Kate. But <laughs> but I, did I don't see... see you really watching housewives. Well,
2: I was on on a, I had a road gig and I was in a hotel and it didn't have like it just had like a couple of channels, and yeah. so this thing came on. It was like Housewives of Dubai, and they yes. were like so dressed up, yes. and they were like get fighting each other. And I was like, "This is really interesting." Yeah, it? we
0: actually had Caroline Stansbury, She's like the main character of <sighs> Housewives of Dubai, and we had a lot of Sarah Almandani. Amand- so yeah, they're like a very shishi show, and it's almost like you could live vicariously through the housewives. That's mm-hmm. what I love about them, and also because I was on Princesses of Long Island. So you are on a reality show, right?
2: What is Princesses of Long
0: Island? So. That's basically it was a, a show about six Jewish girls who were. This is when I was twenty seven at the time. We didn't have it figured out, so we moved back home with our parents. That's when like the boomerang generation was like very popular. Yeah, and so we kind of had to figure everything out. So it was kind of like a mini Housewives. So it was our friendship. It was really like six of my best friends that grew up in Long Island together, and then we got come back together, and like we have to figure out our friendships and our relationships with our parents and our love life and. Um, yeah, it was an interesting time.
2: How do you even? Did you guys? Were you guys picked for that, or you submitted? Or so
0: what people don't know about me is I have a long history of producing shows. Oh. So I, I'm a producer by trade. So I produced. I was a freelance producer at the time. I was producing for Anderson Cooper, but I was also producing pilots for Bravo. Yeah. And I would go out every night after I would work like a twelve, and I was doing stand up comedy. I don't know how I did. Well, I was young, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was like doing it all, and I'd come back like f- I would go out and party with all these Long Island kids that had like all this money. In the Hamptons or in New York City, and I'd come back to the office at like 8 a.m. sharp, ready to work. And the producers would like make fun of me and be like, "What is this lifestyle you have?" Yeah. And so I, they wanted to tap into it, and they're like, "I feel like it's really about your friends and like this wealth on Long Island, and how interesting is it that even people who went to college and who were privileged they can't even get it together? You yeah. know, like they're acting like a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, so I, I kind, I pretty much pitched it with them, and then they greenlit it and it was like from there on. And you know, we did one season. Yeah. But there was a lot of controversy around it. Oh really? Why? What was the controversy? Well, I think like the world doesn't love Jewish people in general. So like there's like a lot of anti-Semitism, right? So I think when you put six Jewish women stereotype in front of the world and they're already like, I already saw the stereotype. I don't know if I want to buy into it. It, it creates a lot of like drama and a lot of liability for the network. And just in general, like, even though the the show was doing well we had 1.2 million ratings there was a lot of people wanting us off the show jesus so they were like you're not representing jewish people the right way or like you know just in general reality stars get flack
2: you're annoying everybody because you're annoying your own people you're annoying people that don't like your people exactly that's why reality
0: shows are i think that's the toughest industry because like which is why stan i went into the reason I went into stand-up the funny part is I got picked for the reality show because I was they knew I did stand-up comedy they wanted a they wanted a sense of real group friends of like the group friends and they knew it was coming out of me but they knew I would be like I was I was trained almost but I also think it's better to go the stand-up comedy acting route sometimes than reality tv even though I would do reality tv over and over again just because you're taken more seriously
2: yeah and like reality tv you get like as much uh in trouble you can get you can also get like a crazy amount of fans who are like ride or die because they're getting a level of personal life that they wouldn't get from an actor they wouldn't like right i'll google actors from shows because i'll binge netflix shows all the time and then I'll, i'll go through the whole thing and i'll google them and these are fantastic actors and they have barely any of a following and it's just funny when then you look at like a reality star or not even a star just like people from like one season of uh, 90 Day Fiancé and they have like 500k.
0: (laughs) It's so true. Like they know how to brand. And I
2: guess that's what people are there for because they're getting that. You're getting to see someone's life. Whereas when an actor, you'll just go to their page and it's just pictures of them or maybe like, the odd video but it's usually related to whatever movie they're in so it's it's just it's just an interesting and they're already making loads of money off yes. they're acting anyway so I feel like when you go on a reality show you don't get well from what I read up on like with 90 Day Fiance because during the pandemic I kind of been I never Such watched reality show. sh- shows before and I was like trying to figure out how much money but they make no money off the reality no. show but it's the after it's like Correct. instagram the promoting the businesses
0: you do that's why i always say when you go into reality tv always have a business or a podcast ready to go uh, like uh,
2: raven, raven from uh, love is blind right she like has raven's her yeah exactly
0: or <laughs> have like a you know if you're a stand-up comic and you have an opportunity to do a reality show do it and make sure your stand-up isn't in- yeah included. and then you got your
2: hour ready to then go then you get
0: booked on shows afterwards you get specials you get yeah. opportunities you know I think reality TV is a home, it's kind of where our future is going, so you can't really go around it. And I also think the f- most favorite thing I, for me for reality TV is that I was able to share my life. Because, like, you're right, even if I want to be a standard stand up or actress by trait, let's say, I feel like I'm that type of person, though. I want to let people in my life. That's yeah. why social media is so big for me. I'm putting, yes. like, it, it, you're
2: it, already on a reality show daily. We all are.
0: Right, we all are. Yeah. So, like, you want to put, but everybody has boundaries, you know? Like, a lot of people say to me, a lot of times I'm typecasted and I'm not noticed as a standup and I'm more like from princesses, which is a good and a bad thing. Right. Cause I want to move on. I'm, I don't want to be typecasted as just a reality star. But at the same time, they're like, we come to your social media because you're very open about your life and we like to see variety, you know? Mm. So there's a give and take, I think of,
2: and with princesses, I've never watched it. I never Oh my god,
0: you should watch it with Leland. That will be a funny oh, yeah. thing for you. You can go Wait. on my Amazon Prime account and watch it. It yeah. will you will die of laughter. Well, it was... so it's just
2: you guys just why why did you get in trouble why did you get in trouble firstly for your community?
0: So I think the Jewish community feels a lot of times when we put things out there about Jewish people, they don't feel where um, it's put in a good light and that's can create even more anti Semitism. So oh, they I feared see. that. Yeah. Which I could see. Yeah. But at the same time what I say about to prevent anti Semitism or any racism or anything like that or conflict um, is by putting out there that we're not perfect as Jewish people, too. Like, we're still figuring it out. We're like yeah. humans. Like, we're like non Jewish people. We're like black people. We're like everybody. We're not, we're still human. We're, meaning when I say it like that, we're figuring out our lives. We don't yeah. have it all together.
2: I mean, and like, every, that's everybody on the planet. That's everybody yeah. on the, right?
0: That's human. That's being yeah, yeah, a human. You yeah, know, it's that's, like
2: saying all Irish people are alcoholics. But then if we did a show like where there's like drunk teens and yes. then Irish people being like, oh, no, don't perpetuate. And it's like, "What? But, but,
0: but that's part of our it's culture. Part of,
2: we sometimes teens drink and it, it could be like, a like I'm trying to think of a, I can't That's a
0: great analogy, actually, because it's the same thing.
2: Yeah, I can't think of a show like that, but I'm thinking of the British show Skins. Yeah. If that were Irish. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <Yeah. laughs> because, you know, it's like not. Yeah, of course, not everybody, but a big part, a lot of teens in Ireland do drink a little bit or maybe like a young adults drink a lot i yeah there's just uh, there's not it's just yeah, but i think you can put it
0: out there and explain or educate the stereotypes like hey yeah maybe we are acting like fools but we're also 27 year old women trying to make it. it's not about a jewish or not jewish exactly. thing we just don't have it figured out on our 20s it's you know? also
2: funny too because the stereotype when it comes to the irish stereotype I, I me i've been working eight years in the bars now i only work like the odd shift nowadays, but still, I still have a good chunk of working in bars in New York City, and I've never seen the out of drinking here as I did back home. So it's like it's just funny because there'll be like drunk people falling all over the bar, and they're like, "You're Irish, you're an alcoholic," and I'm like, "Well, no, I'm, I actually don't drink a lot." But also, it's people just throw out these stereotypes when they all they drink. Everybody too. drinks. Everybody does in that the world drinks a lot, unless, Do you, that unless aff- it's a strict religious thing. Um, no, 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 not at all. Right. I, I, it doesn't offend me. It's just a funny thing to be like no because Americans drink a lot as well and i i think a lot of people drink a lot of cultures drink a
0: lot yeah. yeah yeah or like they'll say like you know a lot of the press had said that we displayed bad behavior but it's really like what you're, you're, yeah, you're what women in their 20s are not going to display bad ba- behavior what was the bad behavior more like you know <laughs> or spoil ac- accusations of being spoiled right but that's just about reputation and just you know you can't help if you are raised in a privileged town it, wh- how you react to people and how you act yes you can work on that and you shouldn't be spoiled or entitled or make yeah. or think that the world owes you anything because you grew up privileged Yeah. but I think people got a lot a lot of jealousy a lot of envy a lot of like projecting you know why are these women on TV when they have it all why am I watching this why do I care so I understand both sides of it but at the end but of the people day watch
2: the Kardashians
0: right at the end of the day it's a business which yeah. I think a lot of people don't understand it's kind of like, okay, if you don't like a comedian, maybe don't go to their ta- special tape- taping yeah, or don't yeah. go to the show. You know what I mean? But you can't really say, oh, I don't like these people on TV. They should be off TV, you know?
2: No, no I, I, I uh, again, I haven't watched it, but I am really interested. What was it? Okay, well, what was an example
0: of Spoiled? Um, I guess so. There was a lot of the girls that I grew up with had, you know, big houses and staff that worked with them and um their parents were very like they catered to them so we had this one 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 of my friends her father like took there's a scene in the nail it's really funny and lighthearted but he took her to the nail salon and like carried her on her his back like because her she was like waiting for her pedicure to dry and things like that that people don't understand that culture of like your father kind of bending to your every knee but that's kind of something Jewish women have grown up with their dads or privileged where, you know, our fathers are trained to do everything for us or w- or we're their little princess or yeah. it's, it's, a, it's really a love language, really. I wish we had more time to educate it on the show. No one would hate us this much. Katie, thank you for giving me a platform to uh, break down why I had a f- – disgusting privileged childhood by the way i wasn't as privileged but, just fyi
2: but i will say okay i have two things to, to yeah that. first thing is i think we saw that a little bit in love uh love is blind with alexa yes yes you definitely see that she's like this is my standard of man because this is what my father does yes. and i have had um i have a close friend who says that actually sometimes and this is another side it's interesting her father does so much for her mother that it actually affects her relationships because she's expecting that then from men and i think yeah i don't think you know i think that's a hard expectation to have on, on a partner because i don't if the partner's not from the same cultural background like cause a, no irish man would be carrying around stuff. no of course not or like <laughs> be like you're wasting your money on a
0: fucking <laughs> pedicure or like <laughs> I can't wait till you watch the scene and you send it to me like, Chanel, really? This this is now I know why you were canceled. Um, so,
2: no, I don't think you should be... No one should be canceled for that. I think it's just... Um, <laughs> it's just coming from different, you know, walks of life and literally maybe that other people would have to walk. <laughs>
0: right? But I think or yeah. like a lot of the women on the show expected their men, right, to emulate their fathers of yeah. like opening the door or, you know, paying for dinner all the time. And we're in a time where we're trying to embrace feminism. yeah. So they wanted their own careers yet. So they wanted to embrace this like feminist side. We all did. But yet we wanted this like Prince Charming to rescue us. And I think yeah. that was the, the hip hypocrisy of it all
2: and that is a, that is a boundary that i think a lot of people from all cultures kind of cultures. because i've I've friends who are um you know from ireland or are muslim yeah. uh, from the middle east or even south asian friends i mean like a, or my latin friends god every friend that i'm thinking now that is a strong they're all strong independent women they've all come to new york city and they all struggle with the check thing because they're like I want to be able to do what I want I want to be but I also want a guy to be a gentleman Yes, and it's like still so even though we all want to be like independent and we still are like oh, that's nice that he paid for it because he shows it shows that he's
0: caring it's right
2: so it, it, it is a well, because
0: society has right taught us this like if a guy calls or a guy takes you out to dinner he cares about you so yeah. and but I also don't know there's times I paid for dinner I wouldn't say the first few dates. I would say when you're in a relationship and you know the guy cares about you already. Yeah, I I think you should be able to go to dinner and pick up the check because it's not fair for the guy to always pay. I mean, that's a lot of money.
2: It's not. And I think the real good guys, like the real sweethearts, uh, they also respect that you're independent. So they don't want to be like... I have to pay for everything because there is a bit of a macho element too. it. Right. Well. So it's like you're navigating a lot of this where you don't want the guy to be cheap, but you don't want him to like take away your independence. So it is just a, a new world that everybody from Elle Walk and men are also navigating that as well because they're like, well, I don't want to insult her. I
0: was going to right. They don't want to insult her. thing. But they're
2: also like, but I want her to know that I, I, I care about her. And I think women are taught that men put their money where they're um my friend from lebanon was saying once that like a teacher once said something like how men put their money where their like if they where their heart is or something something like that so if if they want to see you and they they'll spend their money on you like that's their that's important to them but thinking about that made me made me think about how my money is really important to me so if i care about my boyfriend i should also be treating him yeah because i'm so like i grew up really like poor not like well like yeah pretty poor but like not like crazy poor but like you know like where it was just kind of like we didn't always have money or whatever so i feel like i'm very precious with my money and especially in america i'm like very nervous in case something happens
0: yeah which is good by the way to be
2: yeah yeah and i think it'd be different if i were in ireland because you would always have a safety blanket whereas here like if touch wood you ended up in hospital, it could cost Offer you your in soul. Yeah, I have cheap insurance now, but I don't even know if that covers anything. Um, so I'm always like thinking, I'm always like a little afraid or like visa stuff, like that's, you know, for citizenship, that's going to cost more money and blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, oh, the fact that I want to pay for Leland, like even split the check, to me it's like, oh, that shows that I really care, care about him. Yeah, so it's like a funny thing where when she said it was a man thing, but I'm like, it's also a me thing because I yeah. work really
0: hard for my money. Well, that's the thing I want to tell also women that, it is that first step to loving yourself. Like a yeah. lot of times I felt like I didn't even have the money, but because people thought I was on princesses, I had money. It was this illusion. And a lot of times men just took advantage where in the beginning I didn't even care. Cause I was like, if i'm gonna find love i don't want that to determine on money Mm because like i need to find love right like if a guy doesn't have that much money and i can pay for the meal whether it's the second date or third date let me do that if i really like him so i don't scare him off by thinking he has to like come up because i know what it is you know what it is to come up with money you don't have right Mm because i've been in situations where i was broke so i think that was the like challenge too like i i should have I should have kept my money more precious. Like, I should have. It doesn't matter whether you come from money or don't. I think you, that's a really good lesson. What you do is like, you got to protect yourself first yeah. so you can help your partner.
2: You know what I mean? You thinking? know what I mean? Well, I was also thinking that when, um, ever since I got COVID <laughs> two years ago, I struggle with breathing. I'm so sometimes. sorry. So by weird. The way. That's the No, They Isn't say that, that it lingers. Oh, my God. It's like two oh years ago. Oh, my there. God. But I'm um, so. Uh, well, when you originally, when we started the podcast, and you said something about how like even these uh, kids who come from money and privilege were like were like 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 struggling or messing up or whatever, and it just made me think. I think sometimes when kids come from money and they have everything handed to them, and there's it's always like oh things are going well, that sometimes actually they're the ones who. Uh, there's no consequence so they don't realize where do you know what I mean if you grow up where you're kind of like money was sometimes tight you're like you're more likely to be more
0: careful yeah uh, right because and- when you grow up that way you're like oh money's gonna come yeah you're, you're kinda, like there's and, there's and it's some- like yeah. where from a tree
2: yeah and especially in, like if a, if a daughter is being carried out by her, her <laughs> dad there's always this you know what I mean there's always that idea of a security blanket and like I think hey, right that's the biggest metaphor protect- you
0: you helped the <laughs> metaphor I was like because that is embellishing right to even have a yeah, dad.
2: so let's say if he, if something happened where he got like, I don't know, he did a stock thing and the stocks went th- like, sh- and there was no money, but I feel like a person like that would still go out and drink and party and keep up that lifestyle uh, because it would be hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. you always... Trying to keep up with the joke. Or you got into college easily because it was you had the money to get paid. So whereas other people when they don't get into college easily or the parents don't have the money, it's like you gotta fucking do well. Yeah. Even you when, gotta have that yeah. pressure to do
0: well. And then there's these these people like influencers I grew up with who are super successful and super have money because they came from Money, but also I guess <laughs> the their family lost it. Insight. Oh hi! <laughs> she's like, you're not paying attention like to cat me.
2: Cat do I? <laughs> Is that, she's bluff? like, oh my god, I do look like a cat.
0: <laughs> that was my vibe today.
2: Oh, but you were saying, so how do you say it in Irish? manja Oh Madra. Madra.
0: Yeah. Oh Madra. That's so beautiful. I love. She's so pretty. Um. <laughs> uh. Wait. What was I? saying You were
2: saying these influencers grew
0: up with money. They grew up. Some of them grew up with money, and they're still trying. They they have this more of a drive to continue because some of them like my family I know lost so my dad was doing really well at a time he was a shoe designer and then he lost all his money so we had to try to keep up with the Joneses quietly yeah which was I know people are gonna be like I don't feel bad for you but it's a little harder because I was the poor kid in the rich group and that's always like not lying but hiding things and not admitting that you don't have that money to buy that Louis Vuitton or when the girls want to go on a trip and you know that becomes a social exclusion like now you can't be social with certain people or popular and it it's determines. a very
2: American thing, because is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say the levels of classism here, and it was funny because I just met with a friend for coffee yesterday, and she was saying like that was something growing up. Like you would always, there was always classism, like who had what bag and who, and people hung around with the same class. Yeah. Whereas in uh, I, I, in Ireland, I just never met as rich people as I did here. So I, don't, I think there, there obviously is very rich people in Ireland, but it's not like here. Right. It's not like
0: that. They don't act they're
2: not well they're not i i feel like maybe they're not as show showy maybe maybe like someone's gonna message and be like what are you talking about but i'm like i know that there's like rich areas in dublin but everybody's still mixing together on nights. so it's not like yeah it's it's just not the same level of like the richness here is so unimaginable i never met rich people and that level of money and when i was living in greenwich um there i remember talking to this to this woman who has a lot of money but she was saying how they they, they were oh no they were doing a walk to raise a charity for women who were divorced because all these women would marry these rich men and then the men would divorce them for younger women and they had nothing they yep. were like didn't even know how, and they had no life skills because they would picked them up when they were 18 they were living this lavish lifestyle and then all of a sudden so like kind of similar but a little different because these women were left with like no support system and then all of a sudden it like went from like living lavish lifestyle to like not even able to like write it ch- didn't have a bank account or anything
0: which by the way i'm happy you're saying that because to that account to that effect i think why some of these influencers even became successful because they've had fathers who le- who had those stories yeah. left their mothers for other younger women Jesus. and then they didn't have the money from the fathers yeah. so they had to like figure something out yeah. it's almost like i always say privilege or no privilege everyone has a story that you can empathize with that they had to figure out their money situation right like yeah. you could be coming from a rich rich parents and they could disown you and not give you any money and then you're left in the world to figure it out for yourself so it doesn't matter that you came from a privileged or wealthy background because you now have to, like, make a house for yourself. You have to pay your bills.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I remember my a friend of mine, it was a sad story. She was probably one of the richest families on Long Island. Her father left the mother for a younger woman. Same. And that's, the by the way, the biggest fear with women on Long Island, why we have that stereotype. We don't trust men. We always think they're going to leave us for younger women. That's mm. the narrative because that's what we grew up around. Jeez. So, like, her father left the mother for a younger woman with three kids, young and had a lot of money moved out of the country with this younger woman married her had another baby didn't give the mother any money and now this is in a time where it's not cool or cute to be an entrepreneur woman or an independent woman it was more like shameful and oh my god i can't believe she's divorced and he left her for someone younger and now she's doing a business to sell things for to, to make money for her kids and she did it and it was almost like so inspiring because that, and that's when we grew up looking at, like me and my friends, even though they were rich, looking at women like that like, oh, she had left with nothing to make something back into the community and still, you know. Because reputation also, it's sometimes embarrassing to be like, I was left with nothing yeah. in this like rich, wealthy community. I mean,
2: wow. it's
0: scary, you know, in a way yeah yeah, yeah. because then you're like excommunicated you're like okay now my basically they're telling you you're not worth anything because of money which it's, I hate that's it's like my biggest sad.
2: it's also just sad that um that you that people get when they have money they get brought up with like you know you must have the most like expensive curtains or right. like you said they're keeping up with the Jones it's not about it's like, that yeah like uh I, yeah I, there is something for when you when you grow up, like, and money isn't always there, then when you get things, it's so appreciative. Like, you know, I'm kind of glad that I wasn't handed everything because then when I got... I'll only buy things even to this day that I really like, but I really love them. Right. And I get a lot of joy out of it, so... I, I yeah I think there's
0: I think that's and that's what I like it, that's why I started learning like the things I've lost along the way or the things I had to work harder for yeah. regardless of where I came from I was more appreciative of that and you I'm worked like, so hard I try I, have thought, I mean I think I could th- work harder I, I mean, sometimes I would I have I,
2: thought you came from like a I mean I know you're saying there was like wealth and then not wealth yeah I, then, I was
0: like my family wasn't wealthy but like we were my dad worked so hard to raise us yeah like in a nice good town like great nick was a wealthy town but my dad also people don't know he was a cab driver he came from israel so like and and so your father's
2: from israel yeah
0: and iraq like we have arab israeli background so he came in to the america to uh, driving a cab working as a busboy yeah like really like the
2: immigrant success story
0: yeah yeah and he worked really hard and and he was just a shoe designer i mean when you own shoe stores you don't make that much money yeah, and that's one thing that I always had a conversation with my dad like I loved him but resented him at the same time because I grew up trying to be really real and money never drove me it was always like personality, heart Um, I was fortunate to learn that at a young age and I felt like sometimes I said to my dad I'd rather have you raised us at like you know in the Bronx or Brooklyn more and be able to not keep up with the Joneses and live a simple life because we would have had enough just the fact that you can clothe us and feed us that was that would have been enough you know but you know, parents, they don't know better either. They it the best for their child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And parents,
2: like, even if it was the opposite, then you might feel a different way now. Do you know, as in, like, like, the the other side of it is you, you, you don't, you didn't grow up with, like, a fear of money. Or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Or a fear of, like, when's, because cause there's, you know, uh, I'm trying to articulate, but, like, because the other side of it is, A lot of people have anxiety With money as well Do you know what I mean That's what I was
0: gonna say So I think This is like an exclusive I'm giving you Because a lot of people Didn't know this To clarify My dad had lost everything too And so like So two things The title of princesses I think that I wanted to clarify For people Wasn't necessarily the wealth It was also the fact That in the Jewish tradition Um Princess Uh well, that's what they're called. You're In late- Hebrew, right. Like th- there's a there's a oh, translation yeah. of like you have the duty and the responsibility to be this woman of grace, right? So it's almost like really feminism. It's embracing like being the backbone of the man, being the backbone of your family. You know, if something bad happens to you, you have negative people, haters coming at you. You know, how do you rise from grace? How do you become a better person? Yeah. So that's all the values my family you know instilled in me and raised me with and and to me i was like i'm 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 conflicted i have people on long island that only care about money right i'm being raised around that like that's the most important thing and then i'm being raised with my culture and my family that no the most important thing is being a good person money doesn't matter yeah um unless you're a good person cuz you could become a monster and so i think the fact that we lost everything and i saw my parents lose everything and i saw that i the shame in it and the embarrassment. And then mm. I had to work odd jobs. Like since I was 14, I had to work my ass off. Like, oh yes, yeah, So there waitressing, you Waitressing, yeah. bartending, um, hosting like at nightclubs that I didn't want to outside in the freezing cold or and then day jobs producing production assistant. so people don't know they just think I you mean, do a makes show sense, you know
2: because you do so much now that that's why I'm that like that would make oh, sense it right It seems like you have like <laughs>
0: everyone's much. like how did you do this overnight I'm like come on I'm not that I'm not yeah. Albert Einstein okay you
2: have, you have like a really hard work ethic Ecthic, yeah, yeah definitely you're doing and, and, and juggling a lot of things
0: thank you and, and that no it was because the anxiety because I was like my dad lost <sighs> everything and I've seen friends also oh, never
2: mind you had that
0: so that's why I'm like oh Oh, I get it yeah. but I also get why people also assume but she's on a show called princesses she must have everything
2: but also so I mean I get, understand what you're saying now if you were like downsized just living in a small house where not surrounded by people who are always worried about money you yeah you wouldn't have felt the stress yeah uh,
0: yeah no I totally understand but they, then I understand people who also come from a really broke backgrounds that like the stress in general is just getting fed I know where I yeah, get what you're saying yeah. like at least I had access probably to whip people who had money like if I didn't have the hot meal I could at least go to a friend with a hot meal Yeah and that that's the
2: same that's with important. like especially in Ireland I feel that there seems to be more of a safety net than there is in America like really? it seems like you guys can just fucking fall you can keep falling and whether it's healthcare or food or homelessness and um. yeah it's just very it's very different world a uh, different than I'd imagine a lot of places in Europe as well but um, the because here you guys are called even if you're not rich a Jewish woman is called a Jewish American princess, princess. yeah Correct. So that makes which is by the
0: way there was a conflict for that that phrase also on the show because like. Americans who are not Jewish will take that as oh she's a Jewish American princess she thinks she's bigger or better than but oh. really that's just a term we use yeah I just heard for,
2: from Tori Piskin it's just a term that's used yeah when she originally said it to me like years ago she was saying Jap, and I yeah. was like are you saying a Japanese well, that, person so that we said that on, <laughs> that was another
0: thing because the Japanese were like hey 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 we're coming in yeah, hey, you yeah. can't be now using that sl-. we didn't know that either Yeah, yeah. you know and again it's like I always say we weren't the Messiah. We're not supposed to know. It. I don't know everything about Judaism yeah. to speak on it, and I'm still learning as a Jewish woman how to be the right Jewish person and how to be loving and how to be kind and 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 do the right. But I'm never gonna do right all the time.
2: But your father is an immigrant from Israel, you yeah. Said, and my
0: mom's Colombian Jewish. She's oh, your from mom's Colombia. from
2: Colombia. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, crazy, so right? So that's you're really coming with like a an immigrant house, which I do think as well. Maybe the people you were hanging around with, it could have been like. A couple of generations oh my down. god you
0: can so get me yes because with them they were american jewish so that's one part yeah. right but i had to deal with the immigrant side that they didn't so i had to be accepted with all these different layers yeah. and kind of hide that now i'm proud of it and you know what made me proud of it comedy yeah. to make me kind of come out of my shell and be like no this is who i am and this is who you guys should know about me i'm not just a jewish person i'm not just an american i'm all these things
2: yeah you're yeah and you're also like part latina then Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. cool,
0: and we call it a Sephardic Jew. In um, so there's Ashkenaz Jew, which a lot of Jewish people come from the Ukraine, Russia. Um, oh, Europe. that's like
2: Eastern Europe. Okay, yes. I always wondered what that is yes. because I've just recently heard the term. Yeah Um, And there that makes sense And then then there's
0: Sephardic Jewish Where it's like That's why people are like Wait I thought you are just Jewish When I'm like I'm an Israeli-Colombian-Arab Jew Because I do have Arab in me And I do have um, Israeli in me And and Colombian in me Wow But I had to always suppress those Because I I grew up Did you feel like
2: you had to Present yourself as more like Yeah a different type of person Yeah
0: like Because the girls I grew up with Were more like Jewish-American and even some of the girls I grew up, because on Long Island, you know, the popular crew—it's mixed between Jewish and not Jewish kids—and yeah. even the non-Jewish girls, you know, it's—it's it's like, what do you mean you're Colombian? That's so weird. Or like, I would smell like weird food. Sometimes, well, I don't think it's weird, but like, we have, you know, ethnic cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember my mom; she'd be like, "This is who you are," and I'm like, "One minute you want me to be this, but the next yeah. minute you want me to hide it." But I'm
2: sure Zah, you know what you know, I mean. It's so for the for your immigrant parents, mm-hmm. they want you to have your culture. And they're even more, and especially your father is probably even more in touch with what's going on, yeah. like you know, like uh, in Israel because he came from there. Uh, and then your mom is more in touch with with Colombian culture because she came from there. But at the same time, they probably also want you to like have a good life and fit
0: in. So they're yeah, also like exactly no, be
2: American, but also but exactly. Yeah, yeah. Katie, this
0: is why I love Katie. She's literally got me since day one yeah. we met because <laughs> I don't know how to articulate it sometimes or how that time. That's really time str- That's really stressful,
2: especially growing up in a neighborhood. Where I'm
0: sure it was predominantly, even though they're Jewish, it's probably white. white Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like brown, a lot of the brown kids were probably, you would, I would say, the Persian Jews. Okay. And so like they understood what being brown it was, but at the same time, they also stuck together. So like I felt very out of place because I'm like, I'm this specific Sephardic Jewish woman. Yeah. And, and that's another thing why I led with comedy my whole life. Like the one thing I brought to the table with all these people to fit in was really making them laugh. Because yeah. they didn't want to hear about my ethnic roots, or maybe the fact that, like, also that not being religious was another factor. Because a lot of Jewish people grow up religious, and so that separated me from. People. Are you? So
2: you're not religious.
0: I'm not specifically. My parents are modern Orthodox Jewish. Oh wow! Okay. But I'm not religious myself.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's so. How did your parents meet?
0: Oh, that's so. My dad's 12 years older than my mom. Okay. She worked for one of his shoe stores. Oh. And so he, he like, shat where does, he ate.
2: The shoe, <laughs> yeah, shat, He's like, does the shoe fit? <laughs> Very Cinderella. Yeah.
0: And she she worked with him for three years. And then she worked her way up from like uh sales assistant to, you know, one of the executive managers. And at first she's like, I don't date, you know, I'm not going to date my boss. Yeah, 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 And then he was at the old school way, the misogynistic way. You no, know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But he like begged her. He wouldn't even give her a choice. He like showed up to her house and oh my the, so my mom was poor, like she came from a very poor background, like they yeah. had one apartment with, she lived with her grandmother and her great grandmother. She's very old school Colombian, tradition values, virgin until she was married, that whole deal. Yeah. And she never really dated. So it back in the day, if the guy really liked you, he had to show you, you know, yeah. it wasn't really called stalking. It was like, oh, this guy loves me. Yeah. He's- so he like, she didn't have blankets at the time because it was really cold. And she shared like a very thin blanket. So he like bought her like these two heavy blankets because he had been making money at the time from his shoe store. And he picked her up and he like waited there for hours until she said yes. And then all was history. They dated three months, lived together another three months. So six months before they got married. Wow. And now they're like almost 39 years together okay
2: so that worked but for all the listeners don't do that <laughs> don't do that please yeah. i mean they fought their
0: entire lives so they might as well have gotten divorced but that was their love language yeah yeah. sorry yeah. you know like my parents i'm also used to that too like growing up in like a immigrant family it's like the yelling is like a sign of love yeah <laughs> which is not really what is in today's age though you know yeah
2: i don't know i know my friends who are latin would say that uh they feel very passionate
0: and would argue in relationships yeah, <laughs> so, yeah yes i think i'm very
2: I've, i lived with my roommate and she would be like no that's fine we do just... you
0: argue like i feel like you're not the type of person who like really argues or
2: no we i'll get mad or gets yeah. loud or mad but i don't raise my voice yet which i think might
0: be scarier <laughs> i know I, I wish i had that like i'm trying to train that in therapy of like not going from zero to a hundred so quick
2: yeah well no i because i'm very like to the point where it, what annoys me and sometimes i know like with my partner he's like uh he, he kind of like is like gets like shocked for a second so he doesn't know how to express himself but then he'll take a minute but one thing i've learned to is because i would get mad but then i wouldn't drop it i'd be like it would still annoy me later but now i just have that conversation so i'm mad i've said it and like give him his time to come back and talk to me about it later but also like drop it he knows now and if it becomes a reoccurring then bring it up again so but yeah no no shouting i don't like shouting it just have i ever shouted before like to get someone to understand my point like a couple of times in my life in in relationships it was an act does that make sense? Like, yes. it's not natural. It's just, like, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, don't you see this bothers me? Yeah, yeah. Now you see?
0: You- <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: Which is really frustrating. You don't ever have to be with someone who will only... And I think that a lot of the time... That's a
0: really good point too, and helpful for r- future relationships and dating yeah. because, like, I felt I had that issue in past relationships where I would be nice, I'd be nice, i talk and talk, and then I'd go zero to 100 because I felt that was the only way they would listen. Yeah, I don't think, you're, I don't going- like I don't
2: think you're going zero to 100. I think it's like... you because if you say it nice a few times and what I always have to say to my partners is because uh, I had a guy I dated before Leland and I and w- I broke it off with him he was like why and I told him all the things and he was like but you never like I didn't know and I was like no I said it nicely to you multiple times and he was like yeah but you were saying it like nicely you need to get mad and I go no you need to listen Yeah. and we're done so so with my yeah it's like it's and with my boyfriend the couple of big arguments we've had i've been like i have said this nicely multiple times and now i'm at the point where i have to get mad and he's like all right okay because yeah it's never zero to 90 i like zero to 90 would be like he spills his tea for the first time and you're like bah! yeah thank you for clarifying that because yeah. I never had another woman
0: you're... like well I do like off the record but I'm saying on the record saying like no I get it it's not really zero to a hundred you're right yeah. it's escalating and escalating I feel like sometimes you're right I'm like saying it over and over and then I finally I'm like Yeah. do you understand that she's not your girlfriend I'm your girlfriend yeah, 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 and yeah. then it's like but then you catch yourself because you but I have to learn too, which I'm working in therapy, is like sometimes you just still have to be at that level, right? Yeah, you still have to be at like, you know, I already said this to you, so I'm going to walk away and until you figure it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jared Fried said you have to sit down at the negotiating table. So I think you'll have to be like, look, I've said this multiple times. I'm not saying it again.
0: And what if they don't want to negotiate with you? I've been dying just to like- ask you this question for so long because I know you'd have the right answer like, what if you feel they're not trying to negotiate? What do you do? Do you step back? Do you s- just walk away?
2: Yeah, I think you Even have. Even
0: though you want it to work?
2: I mean, if they're not willing to meet you at your, so let's say, okay, let's say you said multiple times, well, give me an
0: example. So in the past with my past partners, I would say like a lot of the common denominator with them is like other women flirting with other women or, yeah. uh, or leading that they're available when we, people know we're together or I think we're together. Yeah it's kind of like that competitive like i have i don't want to have to work to compare myself or compete with another woman because you're my boyfriend yeah so there'd be like boundary talks i'd have with them like i don't care if you have a friendship with them i don't care if you like their posts on social media but at least like mine too yeah yeah. acknowledge that i'm the girl that you're sleeping with and having a relationship with every day for as long as we're having it right because in private you're sharing all this like intimacy with me but then in public you're showing another girl as if like they're the girl you're trying to catch or your girlfriend. Yeah. You should be showing those two, that, that behavior with me, regardless if I'm the girl you're saying you like or you want to be with, right? Like, there has to be a differentiation. Yeah. So I'm being rational by being like, have the friendship, but the girl shouldn't be able to touch your leg yeah. when she says hi. The girl shouldn't be telling you she loves you, like, mm. when we're barely saying that. I just. I also was also raised in a very traditional home maybe yeah. that's also why so I take that into consideration like my values my demands are def- or expectations are definitely different than the average woman. Yeah. But at the same time like explaining to them like you know I'm not jealous I just feel like you putting them first, they're not your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. If, I, and then make them your girlfriend, and then I'll walk away, just have an honest conversation. But when you're displaying that behavior, it's very confusing to the girl. And by the way, a lot of women get treated like this by men in general, yeah. and they stick around for it, like, but I'm their girlfriend, so I'm going to turn a left cheek. So I yeah. guess what's – I guess my question in general is, like, I've never known when to leave the party.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think everything you're saying – is is like totally understandable and then i also think it depends on who you're
0: dating right because that's what's tough right because i'm not specifying but i'm just saying no because
2: if you're because if you're um dating someone who is has like really great friendships with women and maybe grew up with women Mm -hmm. and says like you know like gives them hugs and says as you know says i love you or whatever but it's really just in this like you know very like soft teddy bear not like sure platonic at all. way Exactly. Yeah. but i think there's ways that that the that, that um that you would see that boundary do you know what i mean but it's like it, the boundary is when they're like inappropriately touching or it is flirting right or where
0: it has to come from the guy saying if i see the guy say hey i have yeah. a girlfriend you know i can't really be doing that just let's fist pump when we when we see each other To me, that's an action from the guy saying, I like you enough that I want to be with you. You're mine. And I'm going... But I'm still going to have a friendship with these girls, but they're going to understand to respect the boundary.
2: Yeah. And I think, like, it depends. Because I think, like... I personally think hugging and everything is totally fine. But also, it depends on what you're... But this is the thing. It depends on what, A, you're comfortable with. And, B, I usually think the issue is coming from the guy. So, is the guy making you feel secure? Correct. Like, what is your... 'Cause usually when you're in a secure relationship, you already know him, you know his relationships with his women, you know the level of it. So like it's up to the guy to make you feel secure and um make you understand that, oh no, this person's just a friend, I just hugged them because I've always hugged them and yeah right it's not, clarifying it's yeah communicating. yeah this isn't like a sexual thing at all and oh you're right she touched my knee that was totally inappropriate but i am going to set those boundaries um and i don't want you to ever feel uncomfortable and like you're my number one like you're my girlfriend you're my partner right
0: um or i'm going to introduce you to like my my whatever if it's a work thing because i've had a lot of i'm not the only one who's gone through the relationships but like you know if it's a work thing my boss or my staff yeah. i'll make sure they know that you're my girlfriend so there's yeah. way to, to Just other people don't feel uncomfortable.
2: I had a guy friend who was, like, bitching about a girl he was hooking up with. He was seeing. This was a girl that, like, they were definitely not in a relationship. But they were seeing. And then uh, he was, like, chatting very... And another girl was, like, flirting with him. And the girl he was seeing was, like, definitely uncomfortable. But didn't communicate it. She was just kind of cold on their way home. And then he came to me. And he was, like, what the fuck was, like, with that? Like, why you know it was just like um the other girl was just like chatting with me and i was like well explain the situation to me and i was like i can see from the girl you're hooking up with how that would look like flirting and i don't think it's her fault and i don't think it's the other girl's fault i think it's your fault because if you had to put your arm around the other girl at any point or if you had introduced her as this is the girl I'm seeing like right, you were making it clear yeah he, he didn't in ever they just walked in together and then he was off talking to this other girl he never like said this is the girl I'm seeing this is such and such he never introduced them he never said he never clarified like oh this is just a friendly a friendly thing don't worry about it or or um even just like put his arm around her or put his arm on the girl he's seeing's leg just so she would feel like okay I'm but instead, she was like an outsider. So, and yeah, that's when they make. And you I'm feel like, like oh, if you want to continue to see problem. her, this is your responsibility now. And she didn't. Did have, he understand that? Kind of. I think he was kind of annoyed at me for not giving him the advice he wanted to hear. But um, but uh, I also knew the girl, so I kind of know. I knew everybody in the situation, so I was kind of like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and as well, um, he, you know, he wanted to continue to see this girl, and it's like. But the, if he was had had that conversation like we're dating or we're going towards a relationship, the other girl would have felt secure. But I think because it was all up in the air, and they, they didn't work out. But I think that's it. I think it's when it's the start and there's no because I know with me and Leland with his uh, best girlfriend that was really hard for me to navigate. Yeah, you that, yeah right? and I don't. She's like such a lovely
0: person, um. But just there. But look, even you, who's a v- rational, amazing person. And her best friend, and he's amazing, it was still hard to navigate. Like, anyone totally. who says that it's not is bullshitting by saying, Well, you're just jealous. It's like, No, it's like there's no, so much context. It's so much uncomfortability. There's also a boundary. Like, how do I differentiate between a girl that's just my friend and a girl I like? I don't know why yeah. men make it seem so foreign, like it, because some of the men want to get away with it. That's well, what I, I feel. I
2: also feel like my like,
0: exes wanted to get away with it. So they yeah. just wanted to give that bullshit. Yeah. And which I, is even hurtful, by the way. That's even. Yeah, I know.
2: I think those guys are. Like, cause at least with Leland, it did take a while. But when I was able to be like, okay, well, roles reverse, and if I was like out sitting on like, and a very close guy a friend of mine is Brendan, and we would be as close as him and his other girlfriend, I was like, if I were doing that and that was in that situation, then I used a few examples, and he was like, oh, I would be so uncomfortable. So I was like, yeah, and I was like, me and Brendan are so close, but it's because we have boundaries. Yeah. And now he has a girlfriend. This is when him and his girlfriend started dating soon after me and Leland. And I was like, I never want her to ever to feel, feel that. uncomfortable. I want to be accept. I want to be accepted but I also know my place like now she's um you know she's the priority and I don't ever want to feel like I don't even want to feel like an equal priority to any other person I want to make sure that but that's I like that's really important in my relationship that I'm a priority so you're able
0: to to give that respect and you know as I know some women though aren't as like they'll know that even if it's coming from the guy that he's not available it'll make it feel like they'll still be like throwing themselves at him so it's like right you have somehow someone has to create the boundary the girlfriend or the guy yeah
2: i definitely you know just, what i'm saying like, someone
0: has to create it because what are you going to just let your boyfriend be touched by everyone it's like i don't think i want that then and
2: i think it's the guy because i think he could have because with his friend who is again like a lovely a really lovely person he should have definitely i think that that was never really like he didn't talk to her about it and kind of like um because i would say things like this would make me uncomfortable and i think if he had to talk to her and be like hey this actually makes katie uncomfortable when she's around i think she would be like oh yeah 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 but i i I, I, right at least give him the chance to say that he just he's such a he was such a people pleaser at the time he was trying to make sure that he still had this type of friendship with her and still had me and i don't think and there's like a lot more to it. Like I also knew like the insights of before their friendship or after, you know, their friend. And then I had his his guy friends being like, "Do you know he's like in love with her, like crazy shit." So there was right. a lot that so I was there's like, "There's a lot of and uncomfortable, went. right?" But also now, and there was an insecurity on me as well because I was insecure about us because because he was always like, "You should trust me," and blah blah. And I'm like, "I don't know you, right? We're not. We just start We've just started the like. It was like maybe this was like the first like three to three to four months of our." maybe three to four months five months of a relationship and then I think it was like six months in I was really like this is what I need and and you need to talk to her and and now everything's great and I even say to him like oh I want to make sure you guys are still like hanging out but like we're like living together now I'm like so secure right if I did hear him being like you know like if I if if they were saying goodbye and they were like love love you I would of course know that that's just a friendly love you because I'm in a like secure relationship Relationship. but that takes really long time to but i even
0: say the most secure woman i've known literally a lot of secure women and you're very secure to be in a relationship if a guy is making you feel a little bit insecure about it the most secure woman is going to feel insecure that's what i always say so like when all my ex-boyfriends would say well you're jealous and insecure and i'm like dude the most secure person would feel some type of way they might not vocalize it right away they might vocalize it in a different way than i do but how much can I take until I confront you about it? It's a f- Even as a friend, if I'm like, Katie, I heard you talk shit about me three times. Am I not going to confront you about it or am I going to just be fake? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to confront at some point. But also, if you say all
2: this stuff and your partner makes... Like, you are all everybody like being insecure in a relationship doesn't mean you're an insecure person right everybody is insecure <laughs>
0: the same way you started I'm laughing because you're so right and i'm like yeah. frustrated that's why it goes here at 100 i'm like no you guys don't understand. you're yeah. just gaslighting yeah. me because even if you start
2: a new job no one no matter how much your skill level is no one is anytime i if i were like if i were to get passed in a new club i would feel a little insecure at the start and yeah. I, and I I'm very confident in my comedy. So like it's like if I were to start if I just start if something happened and I would start a different bar job tomorrow I would feel insecure at the start because I would have to get the no lay land. It just takes a while to build confidence. It's the same in a relationship. It's like it's gonna take a while. And any guy that's not like when they jump to jealous or
0: like because. It, it, You're not being jealous. You're just looking for reassurance. Right. And I'm also looking to fight for the relationship. Meaning like I want it to stick together. I want to work at it. So I don't want to be compared to another woman. Or I don't want to feel like there's another woman of interest. And then I feel like I'm being the aggressor. And I'm like is this relationship real? Is it not? Like that's why sometimes I shut down myself. Which I'm working in therapy. Because I kind of want to be like. I want to date someone who wants to come from the place of wanting to be with me. No matter what.
2: No. No. And I think too as well. when when, when men say oh you're like you're being jealous or whatever it's also like I have so many strong friendships but I don't see them every day and I don't talk to them every day so if you're seeing someone and they're talking to someone else every day or they're putting them as a priority or they're like sitting on their lap when you're around or they're like saying stuff and they're not Then that's like, there's there's very reasonable things and it's up to the partner
0: to be like, oh shit, I have a a girlfriend now. Because dynamics change. Yeah, dynamics change. And it's okay to change them and say, because I always say to the guys when I date them, you know, the girls going to, these girls that we're having issues with, they're going to respect you more if you say, hey, I have a girlfriend or a partner. It's not cool, but. I still like your great friend. We can still hang out. We, yeah. There are boundaries. I think people respect anybody who's just honest. But it's right? also
2: like, I think when the men say you're jealous, I think they want you to be jealous because if, if it'd be so much easier for them to make you feel comfortable. Be like, no, look, this is a long-term friend. That's what I thought. Um, And I actually totally understand. if that, I don't want you to ever feel uncomfortable. So I'll, I'll make sure to implement these boundaries. So the the point is to make you feel as secure and comfortable, s- because if they really like this girl as a friend, they want to continue that friendship. They shouldn't want Annie. They should want all three of you to get be able to get along. And that way, if you, f- as soon as you feel secure, then you're not worried. If let's say he's like, oh, we're gonna go to cinema together. You're like, you know what? He's like, yeah. He's clearly this is obviously just a friend. He's putting those boundaries. Of course. Being very respectful. They're going to the cinema together. But a guy who's like, you're jealous. Like this is ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to the cinema tomorrow. It's like. They're already they were setting it up They're make but calculated But like I mean That's calculated Do they want you to be jealous Because I think it's very easy To be like You know when my boyfriend Has had stuff where he's been like Oh you know Like like joking Like you talk to that person a lot And I have a, I do have a lot of guy friends So I'll be like Oh my god I'm just chatting about something Like you've nothing to worry about You know that this is like Right th- Even if I were single But you're then, clear See yeah. there's no
0: fight about it A lot of times I've been fighting My exes about it Because they start the fight Instead of saying Babe yeah. don't you have nothing to worry about Yeah, because i'm a rational person you tell me that i'll be like you know what you're right Even, again as a friend an example of a friend if you said chanel i love you you know that we're yeah. good friends i would never talk about you you must have heard something else you clarified that okay yeah. i trust now you're building that everyone's building the trust you know for me i can't be the third wheel in a relationship me i think neither. i'm the first wheel in and start fighting for this person, telling everyone he's my boyfriend or not, and then me looking like the fool that I'm telling everyone yeah. this person's my boyfriend, and then he the behavior is different.
2: But I, mean, I can't
0: play high school game. I'm like 38 years old. Like I, I don't have it in me.
2: I had a friend tell me that uh, they saw someone like feed this. Uh, okay, let's say we have like an ex person, uh, ex person, and an ex friend, and they said they saw the friend feed a boyfriend at a party now as it turns out I wasn't with my boyfriend at the times they were actually thinking of an event before but I was still like you let this friend feed you? This isn't a fucking friendship. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, I would never feed my guy friends. I would never feed my
0: girlfriend. But well, that's what I'm saying. I have a lot of guy friends like you sexual. do, but there's that's sexual. That's what I'm saying. I have boundaries. Do you know some yeah. of my our comedian, the ones that we share mutually, the male ones, they won't even hug me yeah. because they have so It's It's bonkers to me that men, by the way, they stereotype that men have less respect for other relationships than women. Like men don't care meanwhile my male friends have respected this recent relationship more uh, by not hugging me by understanding why because i've been so clear with them like listen i have to differentiate so you gotta like fist pump me yeah or
2: whatever makes you guys feel comfortable whatever
0: and but i'm also so confident about it and clear that they don't take it personal and then it helps me also not have a conflict with my relationship but at the same time that relationship has to be reciprocal for anybody yeah you know
2: no 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 exactly and i think too
0: it's like People will always be like, "Oh well, yeah." Like you can't feed someone else's boyfriend, and 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 joke it off like that's okay. Like because those girls that we're worried about would never let that happen with their boyfriend. So if you're yeah. not gonna let it happen with your boyfriend, how dare you say or be casual about the fact that might you know what I'm or saying? Or
2: they might, and that's okay. Or they
0: might, and that's okay for them, but exactly. not okay for us.
2: You have to respect, and them. that's okay. And the other thing is as well, I wouldn't feed a woman. I'm straight, and I wouldn't feed like I wouldn't Same. feed my girlfriend because Same. I'm like that would be so imagine you came in and i just started so it's like these unless
0: we were like if we maybe were super close for years I and i was sick i don't oh even maybe still <laughs> maybe never like katie can you just feed me the bowl of soup because i but i don't think none even of us then, would that do would that that would be like a nurse yeah yeah. yeah yeah you're like bitch i didn't sign up to be your nurse
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so i think it's like um i think too there's like these male female quote-unquote f- friendships right. from like these straight male straight female where they say their friendships and then it's and they say it's oh it's not sexual but it is sexual it's a flirtation you're like enjoying the te- attention and I actually think when you put up the boundaries like I have I my you know like I recently had a new guy who's a, a guy from Ireland who we just bonded straight away as friends and I really feel like we're gonna have a really lo- long f- friendship but it was always like a, I would never uh, f- the even if I were single mm-hmm. let's say if I were single. Um, I would want that friendship To develop long term So I would never want him To see me as like A sexual thing Right I would never want him To see me as a potential Because I want to have And I, I If Once like sexy uh, Thoughts or sexy ideas Or You were You were You were Use your body In a certain way then you're like ruining the friendship to 100%. me. A hundred percent. I, I
0: want to. Well, here's what I'm hearing. I, I that you're having my boundaries girls like for that. yourself. That's yeah. what I do. Like I so expect, never mind
2: even having a partner.
0: Correct. I expect That's. I think. So I was having a friendship, a conversation with a friend. She's like, I think you're too much expecting like you should be turning a left cheek more. And I'm like, no, I don't agree with you. If I'm in a relationship and I'm seeing my boyfriend like not treat me the way he's treating some girl he's yeah. that it feels like he's interested in. How long am I going to be on the ride for? Well, it also depends to so like... Let's Until say, I get even more hurt. Like yeah. how long am I going to be... I, I mean, I don't know because well, I like, can't even get my... If I'm going to stand strong to my conviction, fine. But then you also... Ha- and I, you can't worry about what other people think either. Like if they call yeah. you crazy or whatever. Everyone has their truth to their story. But a lot of girls do this. They don't say what they want in the beginning. They let it go, yeah. go, go, go. They, they pretend like they're the cool girl. And then what happens? The they guy ends up. up being disrespectful anyway. Yeah.
2: Well, I also think it depends because let's say like let's say your partner is a very uh sweet caring person mm-hmm. who always hugs people and it's not like a sexual thing or is always like kind and has like a lot of like male and women friendships but then you were like you come into the picture okay and so you see that and you're kind of like is that the way you always behaved or like do i have anything to worry about and he's like oh no no, no, i'm just like a you know i'm very i right. car- but yeah he has his arm
0: around you in front of people or he's like this then is my that's girlfriend. right see that's <laughs> this is my priority That's That's when you can turn the left. Exactly. Exactly. That's when you can say, and I'm so for that. And I've had these conversations Mm -hmm. with my partners before by saying, Hey, if you do this, a, B and C, I'm cool with you. Even going outside, smoking a J with that girl talking to her because you literally just introduced me as her, my, your girlfriend. You were proud and loud about it. it was genuine. I could feel it. You told me you're, the essence of what your relationship is with yeah. her And what you're doing right now And I don't have to be yes around all the time And, and stuck to like Siamese twins But yeah it's about that
2: And I think That's you, okay to say earlier about Because we had a different guest on before We were saying his partner is getting annoyed Because he would comment on people's Instagrams and stuff Or like like them And he was like It's just a man thing And I, I do think sometimes men are just like Oh like They don't even think anything I know um, But I think you made a really good point That if you're in a relationship You could just also go like your partners Yeah Or or especially that's a big thing. red
0: flag if they're not liking yours because i fought my partner my ex-boyfriend we would fight how he would like his ex-girlfriend's fucking photos all the time mm. never like my comedy never like my photo and it was like are you then keeping me a secret because then it's twofold it's like either you're keeping me a secret and you're living yeah. a double life and you just don't want to admit it yeah. and you're telling me what i want to hear but others what they want to hear and one thing about me that everyone should know my biggest pet peeve is lying and i don't like games like yeah. for me i'm very straight i'm honest like i'll mm-hmm. even tell everyone Something that someone might be embarrassed about, or it's embarrassing me, and I'll still be honest. Because I rather, I don't like the secret. Yeah. The secret's what kills me, because I've kept secrets my whole fucking life, and I don't like that, yeah, you know? Of course. So for me, I'm like, why am I gonna keep the guy I'm dating a secret? That should be the most easy, the, the easiest, simplest thing ever, no? Don't I know.
2: I I totally, and I think, again, it depends on where you are in the relationship. Because I think all these things we're talking about is maybe the start and the, and the new, because uh, well A I don't know Leland's ex I never asked Because I didn't want to creep But B He never likes anything of my sh- I mean if he did I wouldn't even notice And he's not very He doesn't share on Instagram But the other thing is He's not going Putting fire emojis Like Because I know my girlfriends Would be like Why is Leland putting A fire emoji on her baby Like of course <laughs> You know they'd be like What the fuck
0: And also you know Too many people I, I think you're also A big enough Public figure star Where also you'd find out Right like I mean,
2: well, I just in mean, a way like I, I let's mean, say it was a random
0: girl. Even you sh- I feel like you would find out because it's like, oh, isn't aren't they dating? Yeah, that's or, also my uh, other biggest fear is like, who knows that you're date? Do you care? Like, do you want people to know? Like, this is my boyfriend because I have this fear of like I need people to know. Well, I, I need th- everyone to know.
2: No, I think it's different because well, it see that's the thing. It's like there's everything you're saying yes, but then there's. Different relationships, and you got to know the person in it. You're so, right. like Leland's now on a sleaze bag, right? So you don't have to
0: worry about. But that. I also
2: don't need him to like or comment on anything because I, I actually don't. Like, I'll, if we're doing something and there's a cat and he's in it, or. But I mean, yeah, I'm not really on his Instagram at all. Like, he he has one photo of me, maybe from, or maybe two, maybe like an anniversary and a Valentine's Day thing, um. But yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't need it from him. But I also am very secure in our relationship. Whereas other guys, I was kind of like... Cause I remember I seeing a guy. And again, I felt exactly what you were saying. And I saw... Because I would see a girl's writing underneath it. And then I would just go on that little creep fest. And I would go and creep on their page. And I was, saw that he would be doing fire. And I'd be like, but we're in we're exclusively dating. And I was kind of like, oh, he's never like... No one knows about me. I felt like a secret. But that's a red flag. Because it's not... Whereas the opposite is, Leland—he like never, h- he doesn't hide me. Like right. if we're out, he'll come up and kiss me on the cheek. Right. I know he's told me he like reassures me constantly. He's like, a, like even from like pretty much from the start. Um, but I also know that he's not on Instagram, like he's not like creeping on Instagram a lot. He uses it for standup. He doesn't post
0: anything else. I think it's like what you said is like, you got to know your partner and like you exactly. got to be secure with the partner. And even though like I've had relationships where I've worked at it and worked at it and I did get to a point of security and still either somebody on the outside tries to ruin it or tries to take that. And I know you can't ever take a person away from you because it has to come from the guy, but maybe I think I was more upset that, like, it didn't come from the guy enough About, like, I wasn't may- maybe worth it enough to the guy for Oh, yeah, he should have made a
2: boundary, yeah, yeah Like, you I know? mean, if anybody were to DM Leland or ask him out or whatever I know 100%, he would be like, no I mean, like, look, you don't, you never know You could be totally blindsided um, And he might, I mean, as far as I know We're like each other's love of our lives But you also don't know what's going to happen in a year He might meet someone and sparks fly and he throws away our relationship for it like or i could get knocked over by a bus you know what i mean like you don't don't know know, but but in the in the present we have to be making each other feel secure and whatever we bring up it should never like if i were if i started noticing that he was writing you look so hot or something which would be totally out of his personality but if i were to bring it up to him and he was like yeah you're right that's actually really inappropriate that's the way it, it shouldn't be like fuck you i'm allowed to comment do you know what i mean right or like oh no because there's things i've brought up to leland where he's been like okay but also you you did it, it could be something like dishes or whatever right. i mean but you also don't do that and i'm like oh right yeah and then we're like okay we should both but i mean it's never like a,
0: a fight you're fight. jealous you're possessive. Right. you're crazy you're crazy though that's the worst but, uh, that i've been used yeah against. and what
2: you're saying i think you're go- because the fact that you were having it cuz i think if if it was like you were seeing him like other stuff and he wasn't putting it but you knew you were a priority and he knew you knew he cared about you so i think it's like trust your
0: gut and those are red flags. Yeah, also, Leland's tr- not doing that. So it's like, yeah, it's about trusting your gut. Like I feel like, yeah, and I can even be, ass- I can assure you to say Leland's not doing that and I don't even know him that well. But from the outside, like I could tell when a guy is doing that or not, you know, yeah. like he just the I could tell when a guy's agenda is all about you. Yeah, for me, I feel like the common denominator with the men I've dated is um, they weren't all about me and I was more about them than they were about me, yeah. but I was in denial. I would be like, it's almost like the, um, when they say the president's wives now i get what the position they're in they always have to turn a left cheek they always yeah. have to smile even though they cheated on them they always yeah. have to stand by their man which is by the way very misogynistic and i'm so about feminism but i also joke in my set that i'm the shittiest feminist because i don't even i don't even go with Because I'm so used to being submissive with men, with my culture. I'm so used to being like, it's, you know what? I'm not going to tell him that it doesn't bother me, that he likes all these thought girls' photos but not mine. But you know what? I am going to start saying it. And if I start saying it and he's pushing back, then maybe he's not the guy for me.
2: Oh, and also, now I'm thinking about it. I just forgot about this. But uh, Leland did like a thirst trap when we first started dating. But it was my friend. And she sent it to me. And she was like, weird. Why is he creeping on me? and then he was just scrolling and being supportive and liking and we right. had a, like an argument about it but i was like it's just more embarrassing for me cuz now my girlfriends are calling my boyfriend like a creep and he was like oh, i didn't even mean it like that and i was like i like i get
0: that right
2: but we did have to have that conversation and now so like that was And I think I that's know. a health That's part of a healthy also relationship It early
0: dating It's early dating still, So you never still, know you don't,
2: I don't know that he's not a big pervert And wants to fuck my friend And he's like Thank you Because we really then, actually all think That yeah, guys yeah. want to fuck everyone. And then he's getting defensive Because he's like I'm not a fucking pervert But it's like We're still navigating He doesn't know that I'm not like Going to be like Intense about everything else Do you know what I mean Because then Totally Because they're going Oh shit now Is she going to be fucking uh, what, Controlling everything else And so they're They're projecting their worst We're projecting our worst Cause we just don't know each other. Cause I remember one time Leland be like, why don't you, tr- why wouldn't you trust me? And I was like, I don't know you, right. that'll build. That's so totally like, fair too. Fast forward like months later and he was like something, he made like a joke like, you don't have to worry about blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not. I was like, that was when I, when I'm like, we're in love. It's fine. You yeah. know? Like we
0: built the security built the I security. trust you now. <laughs> and you're it, right, you have to have two people, right? That want to build that security yeah. and that want to do it fairly and healthy. The fact that you and Leland worked is cause you both want to build that with each other. Yeah, It's important enough in the past with my partners, I feel like I even would say to them, why is this becoming a fight? I don't even know who your ex is he was so there was two exes the recent ex before oz that was like three and a half years ago he was a high school best friend that we reunited after princesses oh wow that was the major issues of like the social media and the ex-girlfriend and putting other people's priorities but i had a very similar one with the guy before him who broke up with me on princesses
2: jesus
0: which was like a whole thing and really traumatizing in itself because you're also like now going through a breakup which is hard enough the in front of the world. Oh, and stop. having everybody have an opinion and not knowing the real context of it.
2: And in the reality shows, would they have known, so this is only thing with the reality shows, but they have known he's going to break up with you. Would that have been scripted at all before or did he just do it on camera?
0: No, so they did know. So, he, well, they knew that he was, yeah, he broke up with me before the show and then once the sh- show started filming because I was, ta- it was part of my storyline, oh, they, they had to were like, it. they had to like bring him back, but I was not privy. I did not know he would come and show up at my door and like want to talk about everything with me because that's something that i was closing the door at at the time and was like adamant about not speaking to him and he you know because he had left me for his ex who was younger which was like a whole thing
2: yeah very triggering
0: very triggering very traumatizing and then um i had to also break it down on tv with him about like why because he tried to pin it on me so that's the you know when everybody has their own truth and their narrative and then i was like i was battling like speaking up for myself at the time yeah. so i really had to be like no let me break this down for you so i was going through like a lot of emotions cuz i was losing the p- person i loved yeah. and to somebody else then i was losing him on national tv with other people's opinions so it was very lo- i felt very alone in the process you know it w- it took a long time to get over that it took a long time to And get then
2: over the it. editing as well they can uh. edit your you're trusting them to edit it whatever way that they want that makes
0: unfortunately most dramatic made me look very dramatic of course because even though like I, I made a lot of if you see that scene in the breakup it's important to see it because the way i handled it i was proud of myself because i wasn't yelling i wasn't but i wasn't but i was firm with my feelings and how i felt i didn't like that when i ended it of course they have to dramatize it like i slammed yeah. the door car door and i'm like walking into the house and then they put the dramatic music and it's yeah. like and then i start crying to my dad that's the exact scene and I don't want people... To, you know, I just think that breakups in general are hard. I think mm. relationships in general are hard. And I think living it in... The, I never thought living it in the public eye would be hard. But it is kind of challenging for of me. Of
2: course. Oh, my God. And I never thought opinion. I would be
0: admitting that. But it, it really is.
2: Yeah, yeah. And everybody's talking about your life. But you don't know anything about their life. It's like such a... Glass houses When it comes to people Commenting on reality, start reality. Yeah Even yeah.
0: now Like with the guy I'm dating now I don't want Sometimes I feel like I don't put it out there Because I, I don't want Different opinions Or
2: Yeah 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 totally. or
0: Or um Just like Outside noise To affect it Because it could Because just Living it on social media Sometimes people try to Dictate your relationship Well
2: that's a big thing Of I don't mind That mean I don't post a lot About Leland Just the odd thing But I don't Yeah I don't really mind That it's not that I'm not super public with it because I was just even saying this to my best friend when she called, I was saying about how I don't even ask friends for advice when I don't tell my parents about any That's arguments so that happened with me and Leland because, because a, I don't want them to then have a bad image of him because you usually figure it out. And a lot of time exactly. when you're angry, you it's your out. perceptive mm-hmm. perception. I remember being angry with Leland last week <laughs> and being like, oh, like annoyed about something. And then he came home and I told him and then he told me his perception. And I was like, oh that didn't even occur because he has a his you know they have their whole other narrative and brain going on and their own issues you have to
0: try to like understand them too
2: yeah yeah and so until i like said it to him and he was like able to explain what was going on from his side i was like oh okay but he was also like oh i didn't know that me doing this you would think that so i'm glad we talked about it and then it you know and then we're able to have a healthy conversation about it but yeah i wouldn't want to then you have to go call your friends and be like, oh, I was fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Because you don't know. It's just like a way – and it's people People jump in and give their opinion. And, yeah, you don't want to open yourself yeah. up
0: to – That's what I was saying, like, in general. Like, yeah, of course, like, the guy I'm dating now, I love him. He's amazing. Do we have – but I'm not going to lie and say, like, oh, it's perfect sailing yeah, rainbows. Because no. it's not. Like, Nothing's every relationship perfect. has their stuff yeah. they have to work out. But he's willing to work it out, so that's great. And I'm willing to work it out, so hopefully until, you know, yeah. you know –
2: Well, we should wrap it up because we've gone for a little while. uh, Where can everybody follow you?
0: Yay. Everyone can follow me at Chanel Omari at the All-Star Comedy Show and at Chanel in the City Podcast.
2: I think Madra finds the... Does she think
0: I'm relaxing? Because she's like yeah. chill or i
2: think he he, he everybody thinks he's a girl and keep calling he's showing you his penis you. like every guy <laughs>
0: wants to show their penises i'm a little boy he's so cute is this like a good vibe sign that yeah, he's like yeah, laying like this definitely. and calm do you know what's
2: so funny um and i don't know if i'll keep this for the listeners but we we had a great guest she was like a self-help guest and she was really good and i, I did get a comment in being like did you not find that uh when she started talking about god like a bit uh like off-putting or whatever but I'm kind of like whatever I would never want to like shame anybody for their religion same way I wouldn't want to be shamed for not being religious so I kind of just stay away from that I kind of just like whatever because I don't I'm not gonna tell someone yeah that's good of you Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah who
1: knows
2: you know and whatever and obviously her religion has made her more at peace in her life but then the cat bears <laughs> oh no <laughs> and he just does it playing but i was like i don't think madra likes god
0: <laughs> i don't think so either
2: he was like excuse you don't bring god into my i think my he home. liked
0: a lot of the princesses talk yeah like,
2: he's like yeah i want to be over there <laughs> he's like i want to be a princess of long <laughs> yeah. island no. no no that's great and then um, yeah so thank you so much thank I'm, you
0: for having me this was amazing oh, i love good.
2: this yeah and for the listeners i'll put the video on patreon and then uh uh the please get tickets to the Wheeland Show and the Crack Den Show in Dublin twenty seventh and third so, so wait twenty seventh of January and third No, sorry, law twenty seventh of December and third of January. Okay, I love you all. Bye and rate review, all that stuff. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>